This is Doug Green, and I'm the publisher of Telecom Reseller, and this is a special podcast. And we have with us today Tina Hanley, who's a solutions consultant at the Global Fraud Department for TransUnion. Tina, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Well, Tina, you know, we're going to be talking about a topic that uh, we have been discussing a lot, posting a lot, discussed a lot last week at IT Expo, MSP Expo. We're going to be diving into that in just a minute. But uh, what is TransUnion? Well, um, TransUnion, people typically think of as a credit reporting agency. But what we're here to talk about today, we also have a suite of fraud products called TrueValidate uh, that help our customers assess fraud risk along aspects of their customer journey. So my particular role as a consultant is to work with those customers to find out what kind of fraud they're experiencing, where their fraud pain points are, and then recommend TransUnion solutions that would help them combat their particular fraud problems. And before we dive into the problems, when you say customer, what are your customers? So we have customers that are major businesses. You know, obviously I can't name them, but major telecom companies, um, energy companies, um, financial agencies. So companies that have big presences that need help with different fraud solutions, maybe in their digital platforms or in their phone platforms or customer service. So when you look across your telecom customer base, what recurring issues are you seeing, especially in the area of threats and fraud? I think that one of the biggest problems that we see and one that plagues all of our customers is um, how do you authenticate that the person who is standing in front of you at a retail store or is calling into your call center or is visiting your website is who they say they are? Um, right now, account takeover is a huge problem for both businesses and consumers. I, I recently read a study that stated 82% of merchants were targeted by account takeover attacks in 2020 and that more than half of consumers asked stated they wouldn't shop at an online store again if there was account compromised. Um, so obviously it's a huge problem in all channels. So the, the problem for us is, you know, what kind of steps can you take to be relatively sure that the person you're interacting with isn't a fraudster who's obtained some basic customer information and is trying to access a customer account in an effort to fraudulently obtain goods, but, you know, at the same time, make it a positive experience for your legitimate customers. So it sounds to me, and I think we all know this, that fails, especially if they're reported in the media, gets around. That's a big uh, problem for for a company. Obviously, both financially and for your brand value. So how can telecom professionals manage different forms of fraud while balancing you know, positive customer satisfaction ratings and reducing false positives? One of the things that we talk about at TransUnion is providing the customer with a friction right experience. Um, you'll, you'll hear people in the industry talk about providing a frictionless experience, but, but it's really more than that, isn't it? There are times when friction is required. So, for example, you might want to make someone who claims to be from Springfield, Illinois, but it's logging in from an IP associated with Russia, jump through a few extra hoops to ensure that you're dealing with the actual customer. But at the same time, you might want the customer who's logging in from their home IP address, the same one that they've used every other time they visited your site, to sail right on through. So you want to provide the right amount of friction for the right customer at the right time. It, it becomes a balancing act of showing customers that their information is safe and can't be picked off easily, but not too much that they become frustrated by a time-consuming and inconvenient authentication process. I think there are studies out there that show unnecessarily excessive security measures have caused businesses to lose $118 billion annually, and that number is 75% higher than the actual fraud costs. 
So it's almost as if the fear of fraud makes them go too far and cost them business. So to reduce false positives, and, and by that I mean individuals getting flagged for fraud when they're accessing their own accounts, enterprises and business need solutions that identify safe customers so that only suspicious accounts receive thorough vetting. Um, authentication like this is possible, but it requires a more nuanced approach, um, especially not one that bombards your customers with knowledge-based verification questions or one-time passcodes at every stage. I know that personally, I have a credit card from a major bank, and I won't say who it is, but every time I log on, I have to enter my <laughs> password, then I have to answer a knowledge-based verification question, and then they send me a one-time password. I literally sit there and curse under my breath every time I have to look at something on my account because it takes so long to get in. Um, it, it hasn't caused me to cancel my account, but my customer feedback scores aren't great, and I would take that into consideration when looking for a new card. So this kind of brings us back to the friction right conversation. We want potential fraudsters to have this kind of friction, but not the legitimate customers. So at TransUnion, we see knowledge-based verification or one-time password as part of the solution, but not the solution, if that makes sense. Yeah, what I'm hearing again and again in our conversation today is we need to strike a balance. Um, Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and what you just described is, is eventually there is a huge cost. You just told me that a financial institution would might miss out on a car loan. Um, and that that's a very valuable business. Mm -hmm. So what is True Validate? So True Validate is the name for our um, suite of fraud products. Um, you know, fraud can be committed committed in a number of different ways using different channels, which necessitates a multi-pronged approach. So we have omni-channel solutions within this suite that tackle the different types of problems that occur in the different channels. So, for example, device-based authentication, which is one we're going to be talking about today, is a great example of offering a friction-right experience in digital channels. Device-based authentication basically speeds up account logins for known users by removing the extra friction from known devices. With device-based authentication, the consumer's device will be registered and associated with their account, and then when that user returns to the customer's site, Device-based authentication can print the device in the background while the consumer is entering their logon and password. So it provides a seamless and invisible experience for customers by recognizing their device as another layer of risk-based authentication, which reduces the need for customers to endure those multiple levels of authentication. So you're basically using the device as a proxy for that user. So you're saying, because I've seen this device before and I know it belongs to Doug Green, and it's being used to log into Doug Green's account, I can have some assurance that this is likely to be Doug Green. Um, it can be used as a standalone product, but it, it's typically used in a multi-factor scenario. So for instance, if you're asking for a name and password, password, if I have that, plus they're using the device, I can let them in. Um, it, it provides risks insights to notify providers of potential account takeover attacks, um, like device anomalies, spoofing or evasion. Um, it can also be combined with our device risk solution for additional rules filtering. Um, our device risk is basically a fingerprinting solution that looks at a number of device attributes along with things like geolocation, true IP address, velocity, or previous fraud to determine a risk score. So if device-based authentication is looking at this, you know, does that IP address look odd or from a country that I'm not going to allow? If it's not their device or there are those types of risk signals present, instead of passing the customer through, then you can do things like knowledge-based verification or a one-time password as a step up so you know that it's the same person. 
So this is where knowledge-based verification one-time passwords fit as a part of the solution. You know, when you remove the customer from the entire step, device-based authentication allows for customers to have a more friction-right experience. It reduces false positives. It reduces the need for additional authentication measures, which not only increases customer satisfaction, but it's going to save the company money because their handling time will decrease. Customers are happier with the experience. You know, one thing that customers of ours don't always take into account initially is that not only are their consumers happier with a friction right experience, but so are their agents because it reduces the stress and fatigue of verifying customers, and it allows them to immediately start solving the customer's problems. You know, one of the things I, as you were talking, I think everyone's probably noticed is you take your laptop to a hotel and it's saying, do you want us to recognize this device? Is, is that the type of thing that happens with this? No. Um, in those cases, you're typically looking at an IP address. In this case, we're looking not only at the IP address, but we're actually looking at the device. So if it's your same laptop that you used at home that you're using in the hotel, um, it's going to recognize that device and it's going to allow you to go through. That's really interesting. Now, can you walk uh, – I understand that you also had a case study that you wanted to share with us today, or a – I'm sorry, a study that you wanted to share with us today. Sure. Um, there was a recent case study that was conducted by TransUnion, um, and it shows the results of one of our enterprise customers. Um, it's a large global telecom company who implemented our device-based authentication solution to help combat their high rates of false positives and the corresponding customer frustrations. So, you know, basically the customer came to us stating that they weren't happy with their current authentication solution. Uh, they told us that in the past they were experiencing a large amount of account takeover fraud, so just like everybody else, and their fraud team had implemented several layers of authentication, and customers were seeing not one but two two-factor authentication challenges on certain portions of their website. Um, so, again, that's causing a, a large amount of friction for legitimate customers. They told us that the previous authentication vendor was flagging too many false positives, so the product would challenge a customer from their familiar unique IP, and at other times it would fail to stop logins from a foreign IP address that they didn't do business with. So not only were they experiencing fraud, but legitimate customers were calling in to complain about the step-up challenges at every login. Um, the company had been a device risk customer of ours for several years, and they were happy with that, so they knew they wanted to try the device-based authentication. Um, they told us they were looking for end-to-end visibility from login to checkout, you know, whether customers were placing an order or changing the contact information. They just wanted to be able to protect and analyze the entire customer journey. So once they implemented device-based authentication, those results were pretty dramatic. They saw clear improvements in customer satisfaction scores, obviously because they're not being, you know, subject to a lot of friction anymore. And they saw an increase in collaboration between their fraud and customer care teams. Um, they told us that they don't really see password-based attacks and account takeover as a consistent problem anymore since they've implemented the device-based authentication. So, you know, kind of as I was talking about earlier, this enterprise also experienced the benefit of saving money simply by creating friction-right experiences for their customers through the reduction of knowledge-based verification and unnecessary call center conversations. So, uh, Tina, you know, as we wrap up our podcast today, you know, it strikes me that TransUnion with its vast database and its vast understanding of consumer behavior, all sorts of historical records and so on, it makes me think that there's some services and products that might be available to 
the telecom industry that a lot of people maybe have not, not thought of before? Absolutely. I mean, people don't realize, you know, yes, we are a credit reporting agency and we have access to credit data, but, you know, through the acquisition of companies like TLO, Trustev, Iovation, or Newstar, we also have access to a large consortium of marketing, non-credit device data, which when combined with the credit data power our solutions and they result in extremely high match rates for things like identity verification. So here at TransUnion, we have a number of different solutions. Um, we've got things for device proofing, you know, for device fingerprinting to see what that device was doing. We have identity verification, which looks at uh, the identity of the person. Is this correct? We've got new things like behavioral analytics, which look at the activities of the person who's typing something in to make it determine on risk. So we've got a number of different things, uh, you know, especially in regards to authentication, which we're talking about today. We have the device-based authentication but we also have things like inbound authentication. It's one that works with the contact center solutions. So it lets businesses identify how risky an individual is before their calls even answered. So, you know, this reduces the rate at which customers undergo unnecessary and frustrating processes and the rate at which agents have to conduct the investigations. So all of these things are definitely valuable. So where can we learn more about the solutions you just discussed? Um, if you pull up the TransUnion website, there should be a link directly from the homepage. But if not, you just do a search for True Validate, and that will go in and we'll show you all the different solutions that we have. Well, Tina, I really want to thank you for joining me today. This has been really interesting, I think very eye-opening for a lot of people to understand uh, another dimension of TransUnion and the type of possibilities that are out there maybe with partnering with you guys. I'm really looking forward to doing this again in the future and learning more. But for now, I want to thank you for joining me today. And thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it.